This episode is brought to you by Rockstar Energy Drink. Be honest, are you procrastinating by listening to this podcast? It's okay. You just need Rockstar Focus. Choose from three delicious flavors, each crafted with ingredients for an ideal energy and mental boost, like lion's mane, 200 milligrams of caffeine, and zero sugar. Visit rockstarenergy.com to learn more. At least 75 milligrams of caffeine has been shown to help improve attention. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. upset you now uh i think the thing that drives me mad more than anything and it's only an innocuous thing and i'm definitely overreacting to it but like an overzealous shop assistant do you know when you walk into a shop and they immediately try and help you like they don't give you five minutes to check out what you might (laughs) want to buy or have a look at the shirt they just like it happens in like all saints and like designer stores, which I'm in very rarely, like when I'm trying to kill an hour in London, but they run at you. Like, you, <laughs> it's like their, their entire fucking career depends on you buying a flannel shirt that's overpriced. And like, does like help you put like a leather jacket on? Or, <laughs> I'll help you with that. It's like, I'm not going to insult it. my own if I buy the fucking thing eventually. So why don't I try and figure it out in the fucking shop before yeah. I take it home? Get home and have to go back in there and go, mate, sorry, I bought this leather jacket. The, one, of your, one of your assistants helped me put it on and now I'm struggling, mate. Where's one for me is shoe stores, right? So you're in like an office or a JD Sports looking at shoes. And I've had yeah. people come up to me like, oh, let me know if you want to try them both on together. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm not going to leave because I can only sell left-footed shoes. I know the rest of them are in the fucking back. <laughs> I had it. There's, I had this one. This is a true story in a shoe shop. I went in. I'm a size seven shoe. I went in and uh, I said, hi, can I, I saw the pen I wanted to know, can I try these on in a seven? And the bloke said, I'm sorry, we haven't got the seven. Would you like to try the nine? <laughs> of course not because i'm pretty sure that is going to be too fucking big mate yes that before where they try and go down a size and you're like no because i want to be able to feel me (laughs) i don't have my leg amputated in six months like, I don't know whether you can see mate i've got shoes on at the minute like i'll survive (laughs) I've just woken up on the high street barefoot. <laughs> but, um, it's just the pressure of it. Like, oh, that 
And the, the best one is when you put something on that clearly doesn't fit. Oh. Like it doesn't fit. And oh, they're like, oh mate. my God, you look, am- that's so good on you. I'm like, it isn't. Nah. You can see all of the tech. You can see the veins <laughs> through this jump pad. You can see where the veins are on my neck through this turtleneck jump pad because it's that fucking tight. Stop trying to be honest with me. We need to move into an era. I think a lot of entertainment's doing this and shop assistants need, I think we need a more honest era of marketing where they're like, that looks like fucking shit. <laughs> I actually used to do that. That what I would do, go into shops like when when we when we were younger and just sort of try stuff on and ask how it looked specifically. Like I, I tried on a full length orange puffer jacket and went up to the guy and was like, yeah. "How does this look?" He's like, "Man, that really suits." He's like, "I look like a carrot." <laughs> I literally look like a giant carrot. You look like, you know, like a, a primary school to get them to eat more vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the broccoli. Theatre and education. You know when someone tries to put the coat on for you? Mm. I, I, can, I can never do that. Like, it's never at the right height. It's so awkward. <laughs> You're used to doing it yourself. I know. Yeah. Like, why, why do they, like, why would I want to do, do it with a coat? I wouldn't want to do it with trousers. It doesn't matter that it's a coat. I don't want help getting dressed. <laughs> that is, why are you? That is taking it too far if someone comes in, do you, want, do you want me to help you putting those trousers on? You're like, mate, back the fuck up. <laughs> like, I'm going on a night out. I'm not leaving the hospital after an operation. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. <laughs> is not making yeah. it easier? Be like, it would be like at a restaurant if they started trying to feed you. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Put the foot down. I got this. <laughs> You're right there, sir. You struggling with that soup? Do you, do you know? Do you know, like when you go to like a fancy restaurant? So I've spent my entire life not going anywhere near fancy restaurants because could just never afford it. And over the yeah. past year or so, I've been to a couple as like a little treat every now and then, and I'm still not used to them. Like even pouring the wine for you. Never mind. <laughs> they give you like a, a cry of the wine. I, the first time it happened, I, went, I, I felt so rude. This guy comes over with ordered like a a bottle of red wine to go with like a, a meat thing, and he, he opened it and started pouring it. And I went, I, "I'll be alright, you know me," like that. And he was like, "Oh no, uh, this is how we do it here. You'll have to taste it first to make sure." Because uh, he was from Birmingham, he's like, "You have to taste it first." <laughs> You'll make sure you like it or we take it away. And I was like, oh, <laughs> really sorry, crack on then. And then he just, because when he said you have to taste it first, I thought he was going to leave the bottle there, let us have like a glass each, and then come back and be like, is the wine okay? You know, like a Nando's, they come back 20 minutes later to make sure the food's okay. <laughs> yes. I thought it was a high-end version of that. But then he just stood there, but they don't say anything. There's no rush on it. They're just like waiting for you to taste the wine they've put in front of you. And I was like, you okay, mate? And he goes, you have to do And I was like, oh, right now, like immediately. And then I just like this. Have you been yet, Adam, have you been to a restaurant where the waiter put tries to put, or does put, the napkin on you? Yes! What the fuck is that? Across your legs? I thought he was. my know, legs! Yeah, I thought he was, like, assaulting me at first. Yeah. Because he, he like he pushed like the the tablecloth between my legs. Yeah, so his hand is then between my legs, and at the, at this time he hasn't got the napkin in his hand. He's just 
reached under the table between my legs. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the worst part this restaurant's amazing. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, I knew it was pricey, but bloody hell. <laughs> the, the, the worst part was me, me, me ex-girlfriend who I was with at the time had gone to the toilet. So to me, it looked like he was taking his opportunity <laughs> to come over, pop a meal and be like, just so you know, mate, you've got options if this shit doesn't work out. Yeah, awful experience. Oh, man, with that wine thing as well, I don't, I never know what I'm looking for. Because I think, is it, it's, it's, I think it's for if it's corked, isn't it? Like, you sort of go, oh, no, yeah. like, yeah. I wouldn't. Waiter. There should be a, yeah, all, there should all you be a, need to do is go, waiter, is this going to get me shit face. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some <laughs> <laughs> uh, high-end restaurants do it if you order, like, a bottle of Sambuca. Do they give you, like, one shot of it and they're like, the Sambuca is good for you, sir? <laughs> also, there should definitely be a better system for checking if wine is cork than having you try it. Basically, giving it to someone yeah, yeah. a lot of money for the wine to be like, You're, you taste it. And if it knocks you sick, at least then we know to give you another bottle. <laughs> there should be some system in place yes. where that's not the customer's responsibility. You're absolutely right. That's fucking mental. <laughs> Once they start doing that with the food, you might want to try that first. Just let us know how that meat is. Bring it out like you want the chicken and they bring the chicken breast out the fridge to your table. I'm like, just have a sniff of that, mate. Just see. You know, there's an Irish coffee and we think this milk might be gone. Do you want to just have last swig done in this milk? <laughs> see if it's all right. Oh, Irish coffee is the ultimate piss heads dessert, isn't it? That is. Oh, but it's great though. I've started so in the past sort of year or so. I've noticed myself definitely getting older because I get really, really tired after a meal. Like I, I used to be able to have a meal and then go on like a full night out clubbing. And now I have a meal. I'm like, I need at least an hour and a half of just fuck all before we go Absolutely. anywhere. Yes. And the, but an Irish coffee or even just like a double espresso at the end of a meal, it, it's, it's literally like an antidote to that feeling. It literally just goes, ah, it's all good. As long as I have it right at the end. Yeah. And, and cocaine, if you want to get into that. <laughs> yeah. Sure, if you, if you, if you... <laughs> and if the meal's too light and you need bringing down a bit, a nice bit of smack can always help break the end. <laughs> <laughs> glue, pull the glue bag out after the fucking main course. <laughs> yeah, regardless of the situation, there's a drug for you kids. <laughs> whether, you're, whether you're too tired or too energetic, we'll sort you out and find you something. I had to, uh, we, we, we recently went to Centre Parks and the guy there that was serving us, he like, get, I mean, it was just an absolute bullshit. You know, when someone just then gets themselves on the back foot, I think what happened was he forgot to put our mains order through. We finished our starters and then he forgot to let the kitchen know to start, get started on our. Classic. So then he was just kind of like, what he kept doing was like giving us things and making out he was sorting us out as like, right, so, uh, it's on its way. Uh, just got you some salt and pepper there. Uh, couple, of, <laughs> couple of couple of knives and forks for the table. It's like, hey, you can't fucking pass this off. Ad. What he should have been doing is like, I've taken that off the bill. But obviously, yeah. him doing that would have alerted someone higher up in the restaurant that he had fucked up. So he was yeah. just trying to bullshit us by sort of making that. Okay, guys, uh, got you some napkins there. So anything else you need, I'm just over here. It's like, but you can't kid a kidder. <laughs> it's like a hotel not having your room ready. 
giving it being like, just so you know, mate, put a bed in there for you now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> That's it, though. We've turned the water on. The water's running whenever you want a bit of water. Yeah, yeah, One exactly. in the room. We're keeping yeah. you, mate. There's a quilt, two pillows. A couple of pillows there, mate. If you want to put your head down when you sleep, that's, uh, they're yours. That's, uh, yeah, bit of carpet there on the floor. That's so that your feet won't be uncomfortable when you are walking around at night. Uh, we've got a nice, we've installed, yeah, we've installed a door so no one else can walk in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> Why do hotels have the little lens that you can, you know, hotels have the little lens on the door that you can look through? Yeah. Why? How many, how many people are you expecting to knock? Well, like sure, it, it, it's because you're not expecting people to knock at your room, so you can check that it's housekeeping and not someone with a balaclava on the other side of it. It's for you. They can't see through it the other way, you know. It's not like... Yeah, it's God, I fucking hope not, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a really handy feature that you could be using whenever you get a knock on the door. I thought you don't need them at home because you can look out your window. <laughs> yes, yes. It, yeah, it does. It does make you question what has been happening in these hotels for them to, yeah, for that to be a necessity. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. I think back in the day before, like CCTV was massive. I think people were getting a lot of uh, a lot of robberies and maybe yeah. some worse things happening in hotel rooms. Yeah. We got away with. We went on a stag do to Berlin a few years ago. Paul Smith, the comedian, stag do to Berlin. And while we were out there, um, Paul Blair and Davey Ash. Davey used to do stand up. And Paul Blair's obviously the owner of the comedy club in Liverpool. They uh, they got too drunk and got sent home. And we had to sort of chaperone them home and then go on the night out without them. Um, and we thought that was safe. They're in bed. It'll be fine. And then we got a, a video sent to our group chat later on and a photo because they both got back up, somehow communicated with each other outside of the WhatsApp group, met back up, got a fire extinguisher, set it off in the hallway and got the entire hotel in Berlin evacuated. There was four <laughs> fire engines turned up, the police, hundreds of people on the streets of Berlin. And we were like, well, we're all getting fucking deported. We're going to be in so much trouble. And they got away with it because there's no cameras in hotel hallways in Germany. Oh, <laughs> man. So you're quite a bit younger than me, uh, Adam. So you are basically right in the eye of the storm when it comes to stag dudes. You are, you're yeah. in the, I'm kind of out the other side and thank God, like, I have come back from some, like, overseas stag dudes, just like, I never want to see any of the people that I was on that trip with again. I don't want to go to the wedding. I feel, I feel physically and mentally sick. I can't look at myself in the mirror. I've not been able to hold anything down for about four days. <laughs> that was not that. That was not fun. Uh, you're still at the point where you're finding those trips fun. Are you like? No, I've been on a couple. So I, I, I'm sort of getting old beyond my years. I think because I, my hangovers now are horrific. Like I'm talking three, four, five day hangovers where I can't yeah. even swallow. Like my body when I'm hungover simulates the symptoms of MS. Like I can't, I can't speak properly. I can't deliver me material on stage. My throat just constantly wants to swallow its own saliva, and I just feel awful. So I've got a stag do coming up in a couple of months. Uh, next month, actually, in Scotland, and the guys hired uh, like a wing of a castle for three nights rather what? than going abroad. 
and we're doing like Highland Games in Scotland. And he said, but it's just a big festival. And I, I'm scared of it. I'm scared of going because I know what I'm coming back from. Oh man! It's like it's like you're it is like you're going to war. It, yeah, I, absolutely is. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm not one for this. Like, oh yes, we've organised. We've got a, a game of a uh, you know five side oh. football. We've got oh. this hired out. You got let, let's just call this what it is. I had to go paintballing on five minutes sleep once. <laughs> I was like, you remember when you you remember when your mum used to like pull your duvet off you to get you to go to school? You're like, I'm not going. I'm not going. And that's what I was like. I was like, I'm not going. And like, this is it. This is Dan Stagdo. You will get up. I was like, I'm not, I'm not like clinging onto my duvet. Five minutes, like, I'm going to go paintballing. Thank you very much for listening to this week's What's Upset You Now. Uh, if you enjoyed it and thought, God, I wish that was a bit longer, we do an hour-long episode of this every Monday exclusively on Patreon. Uh, you can subscribe by going to patreon.com slash W-U-Y-N. Uh, it is the price of buying me and Sean a coffee a month between us. That's all. Uh, we do an hour-long episode. There's extra features in it. Uh, we do What's Upset Them Now, where you actually get the opportunity to be on the podcast by sending in a what's up, uh, a, a voice note uh, of something that's upset you, and me and Sean will give it the What's Upset You Now treatment. We also do What's Upset the Internet Now, where we read out hilarious one-star reviews. It is brilliant. Uh, and as I say, it's only the cost of a coffee a month. Go to patreon.com slash W-U-Y-N for an extra hour-long episode of this every Monday. See ya!